Hello, America. If you're on a plane and you hear the captain say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we need all able-bodied men. Could you please come to the front of the plane for an emergency? What would go through your mind? I mean, I think all of us as Americans now have been trained to think, why only able-bodied men? Uh, First of all, ableist, sexist. I'm going to go up there and give that captain a piece of my mind. I'll tell you that right now. I know that's what we were all thinking. But some might have been thinking there's trouble on the plane. This is what happened on a Delta Airlines flight. We'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So what would you do? What would you what would what would be the one thing you would do uh, if you had a do over? Yeah, mine would be with Angela Cuevas. Uh, She was a hot senior. And uh, I think I just I think I I would have tried alcohol. I think that's what I would have tried. Um, But that, of course, would be wrong because then I'd never be able to sit on the Supreme Court. Um, would you? What would you do if you had a do-over? Go back and relive the days uh, that were great. Would you start a business that you maybe, you know, knew you had the talent to start, but you didn't and you missed it? Or just go back to the days when you weren't in pain all the time and appreciate those days a little more? That has crossed my mind. But if I told you it's possible to have a do-over for the pain... It doesn't come in the form of a time machine or even a pen and a doctor's prescription pad. It is something called relief factor, and it's not a drug. It was developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more because it works, because they are straight up with you. If in three weeks you try a three-week trial package, you take it three times a day, within three weeks, if you're not seeing any relief, stop taking it and don't order anymore. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Why would you do that? Unless it's changing your life and getting you out of pain. Relieffactor.com. Call them at 800-583-84. I got my life back. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. It's Friday night. You're in the air on an Atlanta-bound flight. And somebody stands up and commandeers the public announcement system. And he talks about killing everyone. Then there's an on-flight scuffle. Then the captain immediately says, ladies and gentlemen, This is your captain. All able-bodied men, please come to the front of the plane for an emergency. You're standing there, or you're sitting there. How many people do you think get up? Mm. Five. 
That's a very specific number. I wasn't actually. I was looking. You were for really a looking lot, for a number. A few, but okay. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, looking for right. a number. But <laughs> let's see if you're closest without going over. All right. Um, <laughs> is this the Yodeler uh, game where uh, I go over the top of the mountain? And I just fall because I went too far. If it's only four, yes, yes. Yeah. okay. Whoops, Johnny. Whoops, Johnny. Whoops, Johnny. Whoops. Yeah, um, it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the passengers said that I was sitting in my chair. I feared the worst. I prayed that God would protect my family in case I was gone. He said he and a passenger next to him bolted from their seats to help. He said, but we didn't get very far. In fact, we got nowhere near because basically every main man on the plane stepped up and was in wow. the aisle. Good. Isn't that great? Yeah. So it was yeah. more than five, apparently. Yeah. I, I didn't go over that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So what I win. Um, as they made <laughs> uh, a sock. Oh, a sock. Wow. Nice. Okay. In the face. <laughs> as uh, they made their way to the front of the plane. Uh, the flight attendant said, the situation's under control. Please return to your seats. He said it was a very tense, very adrenaline-fueled moment, especially with all that testosterone that must have been pumping through. Why didn't they mm-hmm. ask the women to do it? Are they saying that women, uh, what, don't have the body mass or are, 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 are somehow or another in, uh, uh, unable to aid in a situation like that? Oh, my gosh. You know there are people that are thinking that. Uh, Once the plane landed, the unruly uh, passenger was taken into custody, and he was taken to the hospital. Now, the reason why he was taken to the hospital is because one of the the, uh, witnesses was actually sitting in a chair or in a seat next to him. He was an off-duty Delta flight attendant, and... um, he said that it was very uncomfortable just sitting next to him. He said, I could just feel something was wrong. And it might have been the fact that he was wearing a helmet, shoulder pads, and knee pads. You know, that, that might be a tip. Uh, are you a football player or just crazy? Um, which, which one do you think it is? Um, and then he look, looked at him through the face mask on the football helmet and said what's your name and he was like pardon me it's like uh what's your name now do you tell a guy wearing shoulder pads knee pads and a football helmet on the flight next to you that you've never met do you do you tell him your name or do you just give him a fake name Um, i give him a fake name me too Mm -hmm. yeah i give him a fake name Mm -hmm. uh but um uh, no, uh, what happened was uh, he gave him his real name and then he took out a piece of paper and wrote it down and then handed it to the uh, stewardess. And apparently it said Steve Johansenberg sitting next to me. He's a terrorist. Now, put yourself in the role Weird. of the stewardess. Wow. Yeah. You've yeah. got a uh, you've got a guy who works for your company. And he is, you know, he's a he's a currently, you know, he's just flying from another city because I guess maybe he has just stopped, you know, on another flight. So he's flying back home, perhaps. And he works for your company and he hands you that. Do you take that seriously? 
I mean, yes, he works for the company, but he's also wearing a football helmet, shoulder pads, and knee pads. I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those things. If I had it to do all over again, I guess I would have listened to him. Uh, but it didn't turn out to be that way. Um, then he bolted up from his chair and tried to you know, hijack the plane. He said he was going to kill everybody. Um, it, what's really nice is the guy that was sitting next to him. Listen to what he said. Passenger uh, sitting next to the man said he felt very uncomfortable, the guy who asked a lot of very personal questions and then wanted his name and spelling. The passenger uh, 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 said that the man wrote the note, flight attendant, accusing him of being a hijacker. He said he was dressed quite oddly, wearing a helmet with elbow and knee pads. Oh, so not shoulder pads. Um, and uh, he said, I was hoping to sleep on that flight, but it didn't really happen because of the guy who was sitting next to me. He said, however, if anything, it really brings to light the need for more awareness on the mental health crisis that I think a lot of people are having having right now, especially aggravate, uh, aggravated by the pandemic. I don't know if I would have said that right after I stepped off that plane. Uh, you know, I don't know. I was I was contemplating the great need for, <laughs> you know, how many people are suffering right now? I mean, what is this guy? He's like a priest. Uh uh, but I think it's, I mean, that's a nice way to end it because the guy clearly was disturbed and I've been, I think on the flight with that guy, uh, before I think, uh, by the way, a news story out now, uh, CNN has banned the outkick founder Clay Travis from appearing on its program. Uh, and they, uh, they banned him because he said on ESPN, not on CNN, he said on ESPN when he was uh, when he was asked about Charlottesville and, uh, you know, is the president a racist? He said, look, uh, you can't have the opinion that, you know, he's uh, he's racist uh, uh, or he's not. I mean, if you say he's not, he's too conservative. Um, you know, I think that's a bad move. I, I, I'm a First Amendment absolutist. The only thing I believe in completely is the First Amendment and boobs. <laughs> now, CNN has banned him. Uh, yet, uh, master masturbator uh, Jeffrey Tubin, uh, they yeah. not only bring back, but then they have him uh, uh, address his masturbation uh, on the air, which I in such a I think fun is very way too. Wasn't it a fun, fun discussion between him and Alison Cabrera? It was, it was a beautiful it was. moment of broadcasting. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I don't think it was sexual harassment, uh, you know, on Allison Camerata. I mean, I don't think she has a suit there, you know, saying, here's what my no. boss asked me to do. Can you make this masturbation <laughs> thing go away? Uh, <laughs> now, if you, uh, if you it, were in charge of that broadcast, would you have just let them? I mean, do you ex stop and explain it for five minutes or do you just move on? If you're going to hire him back, I think you just go into it, right? You don't start with a whole recap of why he was gone for seven months. 
I'm not I'm not sure they handled that in the best possible way. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> I thought you were asking me, you know, not if I were an executive of CNN, because if I were an executive, I just shut the whole thing down, fire everybody, <laughs> right. then hire a new staff and then turn it back on. But um, but, uh, you know, I, I thought you were asking me if I was in Allison Camerata's uh, uh, position. Uh I might have said yes, but then I would have made it extraordinarily uncomfortable for him. Yeah. I think I would have shown yeah. my disdain uh, just by saying, so what was turning you on in the meeting? Was it uh, the women you were speaking to on Zoom? At what point did you start to think to yourself during that meeting, Wow, hey. I really need to touch myself. Yeah, right I can't. Now. I can't wait to get uh, to my other computer uh, because yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. on. It's yeah. on. Do when you I have do. A, do, Have you thought about that? Maybe you have a problem. I mean, how old are you, man? Uh, and uh, I'm just, oh, I'm just man. saying. I'm just saying. All right, back in just a second. <clears throat> Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. Oh. Omaha steaks are not the regular steak. They are the best steak you've ever had. They are juicy. I don't think I've ever... Is it safe to say that, Pat? Have you ever had a t more tender steak than an Omaha steak? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I've, I've, I've had really good steaks before, but I don't think I've ever had a steak that tender. In fact, when I took them on as clients, I was saying, I said to them, I'm only telling, I'm, I'm only going to take this if you tell me exactly what do you do to the cows to make them this tender? Because I, I raise cows and I want to know. And they just laughed and said, you think we're going to tell you, buddy? No, they said, it's actually all in the aging. The aging gets it, uh, gives it a deeper flavor and, you know, anywhere near, uh, 30 days of, of aging, it just, makes them so they are just uh cut with a spoon sort of steak how's that sarah uh it's omaha steaks right now a limited time offer it's pretty amazing go to omahasteaks.com enter the promo code back into the search bar and order dad's best grill pack for 99.99 you're gonna get 28 of omaha steaks favorite entrees Four bacon-wrapped fillets, four premium boneless chicken breasts, four boneless ch pork chops, eight gourmet jumbo franks, plus all-time favorite, the made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlet. You're going you're gonna to get the Omaha Steaks signature seasoning package and eight free filet mignon burgers. That's $99.99. Where are you going to get that? With the price of meat, you're not going to get that anywhere else even if you don't have a dad even if you have two dads even if you are so non-binary you're not even a real person anymore you're an animal you well animals may not like anyway it's an unbelievable offer at uh 59 savings right now omaha steaks not just steak it's the best steak of your life don't wait. OmahaSteaks.com. It's Dad's Best Grill Pack. Use the uh, keyword Beck in the search bar, and you will find it at OmahaSteaks.com. Uh, so have you uh, heard of uh, progressophobia? Bill Maher torched liberals and progressives 
for refusing to acknowledge how far America has come this last Friday night. You know, it's weird about Bill Maher, and I like this about him. You don't, he's not predictable. Yeah. Yep. Every once in you a know, while, he sometimes sounds, sounds like yeah. we do, you know, and then other yeah, times he, he sounds like a communist. Right. Very strange. It's the weirdest thing because I think he says he's a, doesn't he say he's a libertarian? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know how he could be. He's, he supports, oh, I don't know. I don't think he is. socialism. So I don't, I don't know. How. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's, it's really, it's really weird. Anyway, um, he said, um, he said, you're a progressive phobia. You have progressive phobia. If you can't see how good, uh, America has, has become and, and how good the good things that America has offered the rest of the world and how much better America is on whole, uh, compared to the rest of the world. Um, so that's your good news to mm. get you, to get you into uh, to get you into this. Uh, Oxfam says reporting rape cases harm black people and marginalized people. Um, a training module presented uh, through the LGBT network of the Oxfam charity blamed privileged white women for presenting themselves as victims that justified excessive punishment for minorities. What they're saying here is a white woman stood up in court and I'm such a victim. He raped me that the judge gave them a harsher sentence for that rape because she was white. Wow. Hmm. And that is and that is hurting the black rapist. You know, I don't know if you know this, but in some countries, you rape someone and they cut your wee-wee off. <laughs> Other countries, uh, <laughs> you rape someone and the woman needs, I think, two other witnesses to accuse you. And they, they, they never come because uh, the guy's got it. You know, the guy's got it. The dirtbag guys, they're, they're like, hey, you know what? This is pretty sweet. I, I mean, who knows? I might rape somebody someday, so I'll, I, I won't say anything about what you did. Uh, it's white people, I guess, that is, uh, is, is the white women is the real, is the real problem. Um, <clears throat> didn't see that one coming. Um, here's, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Um, a teacher. <clears throat> A uh, teacher at, uh, at uh, Dalton School, a school for first graders, um, decided to do a one-day workshop on porn literacy and uh, was, um, was um, teaching the first graders, uh, you know, how to masturbate Jeez. in class. Mm. Now, how do you think this story ends? How do you think this story ends? Uh, she's made queen or mayor of the town. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's usually, or they've just, uh, they've just, um, you know, said, we're going to look into this and she's not working for a few weeks. And no, uh, actually, um, uh, they fired her right away. Oh, and wow. Said, uh, you know, you need, you need to find, uh, other, uh, other jobs. And How I'm about like, that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you remember the world we grew up in where once in a while a crazy story 
would would end the way every story ends. Uh, but back then, it was just like one story. At the end of the news, it would be like, and this is a little outrageous. A farmer uh, just had a cat that gave birth to 96 kittens. And you'd be like, wow, that's weird. Now, it's some teacher teaching first graders how to masturbate was actually fired. And we're all like, whoa, did she also have 96 kittens? (laughs) That's how crazy the world is. Mm -hmm. All right, back in just a second. Studies show that Americans are woefully underprepared for all sorts of disasters, including financial and economic ones. No one, uh, no one can tell you really how to prepare for the dollar losing its um, reserve currency status in the world. No one. We don't have any idea. Uh, We will become Mexico overnight. And it's we we don't prepare sometimes because. We're optimistic. We're optimistic. And it's one of our greatest strengths as a people. But it can also get the best of us sometimes. This is not a, this is such a catastrophe if it happens that you don't want to go, hmm, shoot, I should have. Because what is on the other side is horrific. Less than 10% of Americans own precious metals. And even fewer of them are aware that you can own them as a hedge against insanity in your retirement accounts and IRAs. They're offering an incentive now at Goldline, self-directed IRA transaction. You can be eligible to receive 6% in free metals with qualifying self-directed IRA purchases this week. Do it now. Goldline.com, 866-GOLDLINE. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anywhere you get your podcast. Hmm. So, we just told you that great story, uh, great story about uh, the wellness program at a uh, school, mm. and that the faculty and the staff, the administration, the trustees continue to stand firmly behind this program, and those who teach it, just not the teacher that was teaching the first graders how to masturbate. Um, she's out. She's wow. out. But, wow. hey. They're still behind this. Uh, they think it's going to be great. And we also have this, uh, this story from Bloomington, Illinois, about this mom taking on a school board because the school system is teaching inappropriate sex lessons to kids as young as oh. third grade. Yeah, listen to this. Cut six, please. And she came to your school when she procures bids for ISU with construction and came to your school and spoke to your staff for two straight days. Why did she do that? This is why she did that. This is why she did that. To make sure that when our students want to know whether or not they have a or a they have pictures from your staff to be able to help them. They don't have enough sex. They don't have enough 
sex, they need adults to tell them how to masturbate, and what I call that is just... So here's what I'm asking you. You have a hard time hearing this from me, but this is for, for 10 years old and up, and this bill was passed for five-year-olds. And you have a hard time me sitting here telling you the words sex masturbation that's hard for you or the time's up because the time's not really up i don't believe you mr wiley that my time is up wow i'm telling you there is you mess with people's children yeah this is where the left has overplayed their hand um you're messing with people's children and, you know, I, I saw that video last night, and as I'm watching it, I thought, you know, <clears throat> we think we're doing enough speaking out. We're not. Every single one of those people on the school board, every single one of those principals or whatever, if that's in your school, they are responsible. They, they can say, I didn't know anything about it. Well, you're responsible. Mm-hmm. I'm giving my children to you, and you're telling me that they're in a safe place. Now, I know that you didn't know a shooter might come in. You know, I know you think that it could, but I know you don't know when it's going to happen. This one is happening all over the country, and you didn't know that it was being taught? Taught in your school? You're fired. Everybody needs, you need to speak out, but run for school board. You have this at all in your schools, and I don't believe, I don't believe it's not in all of our schools. I'm sorry, I don't. It's too prevalent everywhere. There is, there is a germ of it in all of our schools. And it's got to be stopped, and the only way to do it is run for school board, which is and exactly be what happened. Exactly what happened here in South Lake, where the parents were fed oh, up yeah. with critical race theory, and they weren't going to take it, and they couldn't get, they weren't taken seriously by the school board. So they got together with some uh, some of the parents in the district, and th- I think three of them ran for school board. They all won. They all defeated all the school board that was there. But that's. Right, but not every member of the school board. I think I think they got three seats on the school board. I yeah. don't know how many school board members there are, um, and so some of the old guard is still there. You got to get them all out, Have to. unless they were fighting it the whole time and on record fighting mm-hmm. it. They've all got to go. Uh, let me give you this. This is Loudoun County. I mean, Americans are standing up against this. This is an eighth grader. In Loudoun County, which is, I think, one of the one of the biggest offenders, uh, not of critical race theory and all of this crazy stuff, they're bad. But I think these are the biggest def- uh, offenders of I'm better than you. I know more than you as a parent knows, and they are they are hostile to the parents. Here's an eighth grader standing up listen two years ago i was told policy 1040 was just an umbrella philosophy and you weren't going to allow boys into the girls locker rooms but here you are doing just that everyone knows what a boy is even you your proposed policies are dangerous and rooted in sexism when woke kids asked me if i was a lesbian or a trans boy because i cut my hair short it should tell you these modern identities are superficial my guidance counselor's response to my concerns about bathroom privacy and safety was, well, there are stalls in the bathrooms. 
Now boys are reading erotica in the classrooms next to girls, and you want to give them access to girls' locker rooms, and you want to force girls to call those boys she. You do this in the name of inclusivity while ignoring the girls who will pay the price. Your policies choose boys' wants over girls' needs. <laughs> How so do you true. not listen to that? Mm. I mean, th- th- this has never been done before. It's never been done before. At least, you know, outside of biblical days, this has not been done by societies. We have no idea the effects of our children. But I got to tell you, I'm, I was a boy at one point. And if I could have been in the shower room while they were showering, I probably would have been there. But I wouldn't have wanted to be naked for a very obvious reason. Uh, I mean, this is insane. This is really insane. The the now, lack of concern count- for girls. Go ahead. Is the lack of concern for a 14-year-old girl like that who's begging them, who's pleading uh, please don't don't do this to us. They don't they don't care about her safety at all. What has happened to women's rights? They're completely gone There's, now. No, they're not. They're not completely gone. They're just been collectivized. Mm-hmm. So this little girl, okay, so what? She's uncomfortable, or sh- maybe she's raped. Well, take one for the team. Because it's good for the collective. This is what's happening. You are losing your individual right. The, the left keeps their individual right to be offended by anything and everything. But if you disagree with them, you don't have a right. You don't have a right. You're part of the problem. You can't be offended by this. You just don't know. You're a bigot. You're a white person. You're whatever. Here's the same county. Here is a coach addressing the same school board. My name is Tanner Cross, and I'm speaking out of love for those who suffer with gender dysphoria. 60 Minutes this past Sunday interviewed over 30 young people who transitioned, but they felt led astray because lack of pushback or how easy it was to make physical changes to their bodies in just three months. They are now detransitioning. It's not my intention to hurt anyone, but there are certain truths that we must face when ready. We condemn school policies like 8040 and 8035 because it will damage children, defile the holy image of God. I love all of my students, but I will never lie to them regardless of the consequences. I'm a teacher, but I serve God first, and I will not affirm that a biological boy can be a girl and vice versa because it's against my religion, it's lying to a child, it's abuse to a child, and it's sinning against our God. Hmm. I'll tell you, I, I, uh, I, I, I was working the tractor, uh, what, Friday, and I'm moving all of this dirt uh, that we have to move, get the rocks out and moving dirt and yada, yada. And uh, so, you know, when you're in the tractor, you have lots of time to think. And uh, I was thinking about all this, and I thought, I want to find some people that are really, really good, have experience at this. I want to find somebody that will help write a musical mocking all of this stuff. I mean, in the way that Mel Brooks did with Springtime for Hitler and the producers. I mean, I think a musical like that needs to happen. Uh, And it will never go on Broadway, but... 
uh, boy, it would make a stir and we could find enough really talented people to be in it. And I'll put the money up for it. I, I, I just think we need to through a very funny musical mock the crap out of this because it's so ripe for mocking the one thing that hasn't happened if if we were living in the real world not some quasi socialist totalitarian state saturday night live and all of the best com- com- comedians would be mockingless like there was mm. no tomorrow yeah and the way to destroy things is to mock it it is a very very powerful tool uh and i think it would spread across the country like a wildfire uh, contact me contact me uh if if you have real experience i'm I'm not looking for just anybody i i would want people that have real experience in doing this in the past and have experience in comedy writing uh and i've already i know a composer that can would love to do this um so just let me know because i i think we have to do it somebody has got to mock this because it's insane and I'm not going down the insane trail with them, so mm-hmm. might as well laugh about it. This coach, by the way, uh, was suspended, and a judge intervened and and reinstalled him in his job. So there's a couple of things that have happened here that seem like, okay, maybe we're still in this fight because usually uh, judges decide on the part of the of the insane. And and make sure that the guy stays fired. But in his case, he was reinstated. So, there so is some I hope. think this is all you, you have. There is hope. But you remember, this is all going to be um, collectivized. And they're going to take all these decisions and say, yep, that's why we need, you know, new Supreme Court. That's why we need mm-hmm. to change these judges, because look at how insane. And at that point, if America doesn't rise up. It will be over. Uh, But you're right. For the first time, uh, uh, enough judges Mm -hmm. are willing to stand up and say, not in this courtroom, not in this courtroom. And thank God for those brave men and women. Back in uh, just a minute. First, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, LifeLock. The White House has issued alerts against increased ransomware attacks. Really? Uh, now, I assume what that means is, hey, you should be alert and, you know, save up your money because that's a private matter and you're on your own. And the White House recommends that maybe you just pay the ransom. They're urging now all organizations to take critical steps to protect their business and individuals, uh, you know, and uh, and don't call us. We'll call you. Fortunately, there is LifeLock. It is really important to understand what is going on uh, in the world. We are under attack. I mean, Vladimir Putin knows all about it. He said two or three years ago, the West doesn't understand. We're already in the next world war, and it's being fought with ones and zeros. He knows exactly what he's talking about. No one can prevent all of this stuff from happen uh, happening. But for you and me, the best 
group of people that you can align yourself with is LifeLock. They are the people that I think invented this category when, uh, you know, the rest of us boobs were joking about it, going, really? You want my social security number? What are you going to do with that? Uh, no, not anymore. Not anymore. LifeLock, the best in the business. Use the promo code BECK and you'll get their better than Black Friday sale. Well, you will save 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Remember, promo code BECK. The sale is only seven days, so hurry. LifeLock.com. It ends June 13th. Promo code BECK at LifeLock.com. 888-727. B-E-C-K. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the auction, or not the auction, but the um, uh, petition that's going around. Uh, it's gathering more and more signatures every day for Jeff Bezos to buy the Mona Lisa and then eat it. Uh, apparently yeah, that's a, a weird thing. In- yeah, I don't <laughs> I'm not sure yeah. what that's about. I don't um, think he's going to do it. I don't uh, think so either. But, no. You know. But what he is going to do is uh, he's he's going to be aboard his first manned flight, which is coming up on July 20th, the the 52nd anniversary of the moonwalk. And so he's go, he's already said he's going. So is his brother. And then there's a third seat that they auctioned off. And the bidding started at $4.8 million. It wound up. Oh my gosh! The guy paid twenty-eight million for the seat on the flight. You've got to be kidding! Twenty-eight million dollars to go. If on the Blue it Origin. was offered to you for free mm-hmm. by Jeff Bezos, he calls you up and he's like, "Hey, Pat, I just want to tell you I've been listening to you for a long time. Uh-huh. Love everything you do. Right? Uh, come on, come on the space flight with me. Would you do it? Uh, not this one. No, I don't think so." I don't. Yeah, think so. I don't think I do the first one. I no. fly with Elon Musk. Yeah, you know, because I've seen. You know, you still have a chance of blowing up on the launch pad, but um, you know, he seemed to get past that. <laughs> don't know if they actually have, but he s- seems to have gotten past that point. Right, and NASA uh, has confidence I, in him. You know, because they've teamed with him. Yeah, they haven't teamed with Jeff yeah. Bezos. Yeah, so that makes me right. a little nervous. I'd love, yeah, me too. Love to go into space, and I guess they're going three hundred and forty thousand feet in the air, whatever that is in miles, and and then they're going to uh, unstrap themselves and float weightless around for five or six minutes, and then they're coming right back. That's a pretty expensive. Uh, yeah, now now orbit. wait, twenty eight million dollars to be able to vomit all over Jeff Bezos. Now, <laughs> that might be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> that might be worth all 28 million dollars i'm i'm mm-hmm. i'm not sure but sounds pretty good all right <clears throat> thank you uh for listening <clears throat> we'll be back tomorrow we missed a ton of really important stuff today uh we tried to get to all of it but if you missed any of today's show it was a great show uh go and listen to it on podcast wherever you get your podcast or subscribe to blaze tv at blaze tv.com slash glenn use the promo code glenn save 10 percent. but listen to today's podcast if you missed any of today's show this is the glenn back program